1: 24 7, 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football.
3: And now for something completely different. Watch us
1: on YouTube. Listen on your favourite podcast platform. Or ask your smart speaker to play the podcast Lester Till I Die. Subscribe, like, follow, and join in now. On Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram.
0: This podcast is proud to be part of the Talk Sports Fan Network. Talk Sports. Powered
1: by fans. And now, here's your host.
3: He talks right, he knows his stuff, and he knows how to make a girl laugh.
2: Thank you. I'm here all week. My Chris. Hi, right. how oh, the devil are you all? Well, I hope. And there I am, right in the corner. What is going on tonight? I've got, there we go, that's it. You can see me in my full glory. Maybe not, maybe not. Uh <laughs> Good evening, good night, good morning, good afternoon, good day, goodbye, hello, wherever you are around the world, welcome along. This is Less Little I Die TV. We are currently live. ...on YouTube, Facebook and Twitter. And welcome along if you are watching us via some other Leicester channel that, you know, occasionally tags along. Now, we welcome everybody who is watching via uh, Ant's Leicester Fan Channel. If you're on there, you are most welcome. Uh, We just need to get somebody to record a song called Leicester's Ant's Leicester Fan Channel and he will have a great theme song. Look, I mean, hey, it happened... It was a long time coming, but it finally happened. Have I heard that before? Oh, yeah, my ex-wife. And all I can say is... Oh, but I can also say, of course, is this. I
0: will love it if we beat them. Love it. Or... I'm
3: loving
0: it. That's so all you
2: might even say, of course. Is that really necessary? I think we would agree that it actually was uh, really necessary. But one last thing to say to Brendan Rodgers as he leaves. You are the weakest link. back. And we do have live video coverage of when it well, not live because it was yesterday, but of him leaving after training uh, the training ground. And we managed to get this exclusive footage. <laughs> I think I've used all my uh, <laughs> my, <laughs> my gifts up now. But look, who do you want to come in? We're going to be debating this tonight. Um, it, it, it's, it's a list that gets longer every time you look at it, and people are already ruling themselves out. This was earlier today, and if we press play. Let's have a listen <laughs> straight are off it?
0: there after we've done this. What uh, anyway, for back us? to the more serious uh, business. Graham Potter. Now, we know that Leicester City in the past have been big admirers of Graham Potter. We suspected there would be interest in Potter following his dismissal from Chelsea. Indeed, Talkspot understands that has been the case. Leicester did sound out Graham Potter's advisers about whether he would be interested in speaking to them about their vacant managerial post. My understanding is that he isn't interested at this moment in time. He wants to take a break, uh, maybe until the end of the season, recharge and take stock of his options in the summer. So it looks like Graham Potter, despite fresh interest from Leicester, will not be the man to succeed Brendan Rogers at the King Power Stadium. Crookie, I understand that. He probably needs a break. And I
3: know
1: he was only in charge of Chelsea for a short while, but that is one club that's very, very difficult.
2: We don't, want to, we don't want to listen to Chelsea about Chelsea, do we? No, we don't. Uh Let's just catch up before I bring uh, our special guests in. Um We will say hello to a few people in the chat. Like I say, if you are on Ants Leicester fan channel, please do... Why don't you stay? Give us a subscribe and make sure you are subscribing and not just watching to that channel as well. uh sander says damn a third stream today. it's a problem and has he can't help dribbling. i'm sorry but you know we 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 <laughs> We tried to get in some tenor men, but he, he wouldn't wear them. Uh, Anthony is in. Hello, uh, WTF. Um, indeed. Easy, Chris. I always think we'll go down now. We've left it too late. That's one of the things we're going to be discussing. Have we left it too late? Uh, Potter and Potticino were both the ones I wanted, but now Potter turned down. Well, we don't know he's turned it down. It's all... Um, I was on a West Ham fan, uh, show earlier and they said, oh, you know, your first choice already got, we don't know. You know, it's talk sport. I was, I'm, I'm, you know, do a lot with talk sport. They're like everybody else. They're hearing rumors. They're hearing rumors. So, um, probably, you know, maybe it's the tea lady. Uh, here we go. Uh, I've got a lol. Uh, Nate is in good afternoon, Nate. How are you over in America? Uh, Doug, um, Rafa to the Foxes. Fuck off. Um, I tell you what, you can have him when you get rid of clop I mean, you know, you, can you afford to sack clop I mean, that's what they said about us because we didn't get him away. I mean, oh, I can't remember the last thing he won you. All right, when he did, he won a few things, but come on. Klopp out, surely. Um, I had uh, ants, ants alive and kicking. Um, uh, Anthony says, anyone? Uh... Adihuta is the man for me, and I'm saying no, uh, disappointed, it says, mutual agreement. Again, and we'll come on to that uh, when, we, when we get chatting, but again, read into that what you will. Um, will he have walked away with a mutual agreement, which means he doesn't get any money? I very much doubt it. Look, every, everybody's here because there's so many things that You know, these managers could come out and say when they're sacked. Because if you're sacked, it's usually because you're bloody awful at your job. And they could come out and absolutely rip into the club. They don't. um, And because they don't, they they have these agreements. And it was probably said, look, you know, we'll say that way. Then, you know, you say that. We'll say that. We'll stick to it. And then you get your money. So everybody's happy. Uh, So I, I don't. I think he will have been sacked um generally don't think i'm getting another manager till the summer possibly not um i think you're laughing there uh when is iggy coming back from australia i I believe it's another three weeks yet uh without checking my diary but uh if i speak to him i will let iggy know that his number one fan is missing right talking of number one fans um do you remember a few weeks ago when Match of the day didn't go ahead, and we had to watch a few matches without any um, pundits in. Well, unfortunately, I can't do that tonight, because I have got a couple to come in. Uh, Whether they are the Alan, you you decide who's Alan Shearer and who is uh, Danny Mills. Um, I don't think either of them are in rights, but let's have a look. Let's just set all this up um, and get this right, and then we'll bring them in. One of them, you know. One of them, you know. And let's bring him in straight away. And that is Brad. Good evening, sir. How are you?
3: Good evening, mate. I'm not letting it know which which pundit I am. But I'm going to raise my hand in a goal celebration. I don't know where I am. You've lost me. You lost me. I'm I'm making my vote count. That's not that's not a um an Austrian celebration. That that's a I don't <laughs> a <cheering> one. <coughs> I'd rather, be that, I'd rather be that known as that pundit than than, than uh, the two you mentioned. I'll I'll be I'll be sharing with hair. Imagine that it's a it's a haunting sight. So it's why I I suit it perfectly. Yeah. The, the one you're about to bring in is more like a Micah Richards because he you do not know, make a lot of sense, but he tells funny jokes, don't he?
2: No, Michael Richards just does. I don't know about the guy that's coming in, though. Well, I
3: tried to pick him up by saying he was.
2: (laughs) Let's get him in. He's probably best known as Hitler's biggest fan, but we'll bring him in and say, Hello, Ant. How the devil are you, sir? That's Um, what I've
0: tried to do before. (laughs) I'm good, thank you. Giving me a bit of a build-up there. But Hitler's biggest fan. <laughs> I learned a bit about the jokes. Come on.
1: Oh,
3: <laughs> <it>. <laughs> yeah.
2: If anybody remember, I mean, rest in peace, Sean Locke. He does an absolute on, on countdown. He does an excellent thing about Adolf Hitler. Shouldn't, shouldn't be funny, but because Sean Locke's doing it is. Guys, first of all, before we get into the chat, and we can see the first the first point up there, uh, we're going to cover another couple of points first as well. But he's gone. Brad, first of all.
3: I'm, I'm glad he's gone because he, unfortunately he's tarnished a reputation that he was building because I, I don't hate him uh, as many of us do probably hate him and hated him as a manager from day dot I know people just have a thing about managers don't like them you know my opinions on um, ex-footballers jumping straight into the Premier League jobs so I can see where it is but for me it's kind of like The success he had in the first couple of seasons, I kind of didn't want it to end the way it is. So, I am glad he's gone because he was going to take us down. I'm sorry, he was going to take us down. He he clearly could not motivate that squad or do enough with it to keep us up. You saw that performance against Crystal Palace. I don't think Crystal Palace have had 31 shots of us over the last four seasons, let alone in, in one game of football. It's ridiculous. So... I'm glad he's gone for the sake of our safety as a club, but I am disappointed that the the Rogers era has ended the way it's ended. You know, I think it was one that most fans were kind of going, okay, get us a couple of 10th place finishes, fizzle out a little bit, but you don't disgrace the way you'd leave the club. It's a bit disappointing in a way, isn't it?
2: Yeah, I mean, you know, you, you always sort of lose sort of whatever credit you've built up. I mean, I don't need to ask Ant that question. We know he's happy he's gone. But, um, I mean, he he should have gone earlier, shouldn't he, Ant?
0: Yeah, I was saying for him about the Forest game, 4-1 in the Cup was his time up. And it came to the point where it was almost painfully untenable for him to turn it around. And it felt like, just what are we waiting for to sack him? My worry is, and I know you're going to get onto this a little bit later, Chris, is have we left it too late and has the damage already been done? Which I'm slightly worried it has been, which I something that I don't understand also at the same time is how you can give him a Palace game and then sack him after that. If his job was in that much jeopardy, but one more loss was enough to get him gone, surely you get rid of him at the international break Either let the team work with the interim, whoever that's gonna be, or you bring in a new manager But uh, to do it straight after the palace game, but uh, it's clearly is clearly that it's just one loss away why why wait for that one loss when you could have prepared so much better and got rid of him before that um,
2: I'll stick with you for this one then anton I've got another question for you Brad but ant. Um, Was it that performance, that first half? And I've just turned 62. You joke about my age, but I am old. And I have lived through the David Pleat, the Peter Taylor. Uh, Shut up, Brad. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, You think I can't do something to you here. Uh, I could ban him from the studio. No, look, I mean, I, I have sort of lived through the David Pleat and the Frank McClintock years and... I mean, that before that first forty five minutes against Palace was probably the most shit I've ever seen a Leicester City team play. I mean, had that been against Real Madrid or Barcelona and the Champions League, you might or even you know Man City or Arsenal, you might have said, Well yeah, look who we were playing, but it was Palace for God's sake. Managed by a an, an OAP who had to be wheeled onto the pitch in his bath chair.
0: I mean he's still, that... man, he's still a year younger than you. <laughs> <God>. <laughs> Anyway,
3: Brad. Bye Ant <laughs> I'm now uh, your favourite.
2: <laughs> yeah, I never liked that, Ant uh, you're you <laughs> yeah. my favourite, Brad. No, I mean that was what the embarrassing thing was. He's left us in other else, he's left us, I believe, with the new Premier League record of, you know, the most shots without you know, the biggest gap between shots from one team to another. Twenty one to nil in the first half. That performance, he should have gone at half time for me.
0: The thing is, he should have. But the thing is, it's not as if it's a one-off, is it? We've been, there's been so many games this season when you're like, this, this is embarrassing. And this is like how he he can't turn it around after after X, Y and Z. Look at Brighton away when uh, Graham Potter's last game for, for Brighton. Losing 5-2 there, it could have been 6 or 7 to Brighton. So mm. to say that just because of a performance was bad, I don't agree with. I really don't, because I think if we'd hold on for a 1-1 draw, he would still be with us right now, despite how bad the performance was.
2: Possibly, possibly. Um, Brad, you know, the things people are saying are, you give somebody enough rope, they hang themselves. Was that a case, you think, with the the club of Brendan?
3: I think it was, unfortunately. I think a lot of sentiment and and past achievements um gave him a, a longer stay of execution which you could argue was right to do you you're right to kind of believe somebody go no i've seen what you can do i these players were still the players them or the majority of that squad is the players that you did that with you know we're not having we one thing we didn't get with these that people will try and compare with Ranieri is we didn't get the smoke, did we? Because when Ranieri was going for, the, for them three or four weeks, it was Vardy, Madison, whoever. They were storming the office. He's, he's lost the plot. He doesn't know what he's doing. He's confusing us. You need to sack him. There was no smoke without fire, as you say. We'll never know the truth and ins and outs of the debacle with Ranieri in his last few weeks. But you never got that with Rodgers. And I was half expecting it. I really was. I was half expecting it when we we've talked over the seasons about a Chowdhury, a Mendy, a Pratt, but you never really saw them. I, mean, I know, I know the useless lamp posters done it, but he's not. He shouldn't even be qualified as a footballer, let alone let alone allowed to speak, Mister. Talk about Ant when
2: he's in the chat.
3: <laughs> sorry, I forget. Sorry, <laughs> sorry. I'm all about Lurch. I'm all about Lurch. The the, the jester sorry, guard they, that they is. He's a
2: useless you
3: we were talking about, Ant. <laughs> oh, I'm so- sorry, sorry, and I didn't mean to bring you into this. I was just making a comparison, mate. But no, on a serious note, apart from apart from Yannick, the, the absolute div that he is as a footballer, um, no one there wasn't no smoke, is he?
2: Because I mean, we, we, well, Brendan trapped him for 18 months. Is he that bad, or is he just? He doesn't play in the, you know, well in the formations that Brendan puts out. And I don't think there was a formation against uh, Palace
0: no, in that first half. Vestergaard isn't a, like a Premier League. Well, he's a lower Premier League level centre back in a team that sits right on the edge of their box. I think the problem with Vestergaard is he was monitored and followed for so long. And it was a Brendan Rogers signing. When you go out of your way, particularly going against what the scouts have said and against what, sort of has been recruited as by all accounts, people like Rob Tanner and people have said he did. It has got to be a success and it wasn't with Vestergaard. And I think now what will, I think whatever Vestergaard does now, because he refused to leave, and I don't blame him for it, by the way, because Vestergaard refused to leave, he's always going to be digged out for whatever he says. I don't blame him it's the clubs' fault for offering him 80k a week. He's not yeah. going to get that anywhere else. Yeah, if but I the was... loan
3: agreement, and he has still got his wages, but either via Fulham and Leicester or or both. I don't, I don't excuse him. I'm sorry, I really don't. No, so if his the, life the, was the, that the, miserable at Leicester, go to London and and go the to Fulham. Fulham wasn't playing?
0: a loan? That was for permanent transfer. The lone one was in Germany where he didn't want to relocate. because. Yeah, that
3: I understand then. But there could have been some agreement with, with Fulham that they could have been willing to pay. I mean, he knows he's not going to get first-thing football. It tells you where his head's at. His head was more, I'd rather sit on my ass for 80k a week than take... What, Fulham would have offered him 60k, I reckon, easily. That's twenty grand to him. At that point, it was critical to go and play football and earn bonuses that probably compensate to getting no bonus playing for Leicester. I, I'm oh, sorry, no. just for me, I'm, oh, I'm stuck i get that side
0: Hard of it. Appreciation show. Let's moving <laughs> that side of it, but it, at the same time, it is not Vestergaard's fault. The club bothered in the contract they Oh did. yeah, of
3: course not. Of course not. So yeah, I, I give you. I that. don't
0: think that Vestergaard warrants any of sort of. We know he's not good enough. Like, that's that is what it is. Moving on from Vestigard, because oh. we've still got Vestergaard yeah. he hasn't
2: gone. And, uh, and this, I don't want to talk about him all show, but yeah, I mean, we, we all have our thoughts on him. Uh, Lest of Our Life says, Topper's always watched the streams, he thought nothing of it at first until the fans started swearing. Uh, he thought it's my time to shine and sack him. I don't know, maybe he's watching my stream yesterday morning, Brad, because five minutes after I'd finished telling him to go a pair of balls and sack him, he did. Uh, he
3: must have. He must have gone, right, that's it. I have had enough. if Chris says it's time to go, it's time to yeah. go. Brendan, get in the office.
2: Yeah, I mean, me, me and Top were like that. You know, he's obviously on top. But, um... Oh, God. <laughs> oh, it's the first one of the night. Welcome along. Uh, I'm here all week. Spurs are just gone ahead of Kane penalty, apparently. One one time I've wanted Spurs to win is tonight. Um, OK, one question each. I'm going to start with you, um, Brad. Um, mutual agreement. I mean, that's just words, isn't it? He was sacked.
3: I mean, it is a little bit. My only understanding of it from the, world's, from the world of Will Still, Ant's favourite manager in the world... Um, by basing it on football manager knowledge, yeah. mutual contract, uh, mutual termination basically means you've agreed, you've agreed to leave your position for a lower fee than your contract uh, payout. So basically if he was due to get, for, for argument's sake, this isn't facts and figures like I'm just making an example. If he got sacked and he was due 5 million left on his contract, we would owe him the entire 5 million. Mutual termination basically means, look, take three and a half million but we don't want you as our manager and he's gone okay I'll forgo the buy and get out now then because he has every right if they won't in a second to go I'll just stay unless you're gonna pay me the extra money but he's decided to take the lesser option of, yeah. of money to go that's all it is it's just a technicality of words
2: all the streams and the talks for and sky the word that has been used is sacked so uh like i say i just think it's a uh, let's not embarrass each other sort of uh, press release um i want to ask you um and i mean you're obviously still in favor of this other manager still in favor
3: Will will you stop making these jokes?
2: No, it's my channel, and I'll do what I want. (laughs) And talk to me about Graham Potter. I mean, I know that over last year I wasn't Potter's biggest fan. I wanted him to try and do something in Fett, and before we sort of, you know, built him up to be the next thing, the manager, etc. But I think he had done it. It set. I think if he was still at Brighton now, Brighton would be where they are. Um, I think he was going well. Um, obviously, I think he can't turn down Chelsea when they come knocking because you don't know when those jobs are going to come along again. So, and the money—they're saying he's walked away with 20 million in his pocket. I don't know how true that is, but you know, he's, this is Chelsea. Uh, but it's a shame, isn't it? But. If he does want the time off, and I get it, I get it, why shouldn't he with twenty million in his pocket? You know, he's gonna put his feet up for a bit. Is he worth holding on to? Well, A, first of all, do you think we have approached him and he's turned it down? Or is that paper talk? And B, if that's the case and he wants to break to the end of the season, would you put a stop gap in? And we'll have to come on to those options later, but would you put a stop gap in until then?
0: Yeah, so for me, I I do believe the fact that Graham Potter has turned us down because I've, it's come from too many people for it, as you said, uh, no smoke without fire. I do think that he sort of he has to understand, and I think he's turned us down not because of the project that we are, but because the timing of it. He's just been sacked from one of the highest pressure jobs, most intense jobs in world football, where everything he's done's been under a microscope. Like uh, you look at um, what did they spend in January? Six hundred million. So the expectations were sky high up here for him. I don't think he wanted half of those sign-ins. I really don't. Um, I really, really don't think he wanted no, half of them. Right. But it was the wrong manager for the wrong club, but I still think he's a very good coach. He probably went to the worst of the big six clubs a manager like him could have gone to. Because Chelsea, I know that it's Todd Bowley now instead of Roman Abramovich, but at the same time, Todd Bowley seems just like his spending seems even more ridiculous than Abramovich's does. And like, if you're not getting the results, you're not going to last. So I, I don't think he did enough at Chelsea. I'll happily say that as someone who is a Potter fan. But I would say that I think 90% of managers would have failed in the position that he's gone. That yes. he, in, yeah, well, yeah I, I agree.
2: I mean, I think it was obvious half of those, he, he didn't even know we were going to be coming through the door, like Hasselbank and Martin Allen at Leicester. Um, Rob Tanner's saying, you know, player unrest, split fan base and facing relegations are the three reasons or the three main reasons that that he went. Um, and he said, and again, they are saying why Leicester sacked Brendan Rodgers. So I think we're going to go down on that. Um Brad, oh yeah, well, I mean, Potter, you, you, you're you a big fan of Potter. Um, I, I would, I, if he said, look, not now, and what they said on, on Talk Sport, which was interesting, was that Leicester's probably a better fit for him than Chelsea was. He can't go back to Brighton, because obviously they've got a manager in place now, but
3: Leicester... I don't think Brighton would have him back now, even if there was a vacancy. Probably but... not.
2: Um, when you look at Leicester, of a sort of size club, the, he, he would have a project here. Uh, you know, he's being linked with Spurs. Having just got his fingers burnt so much as he did at Chelsea, he sat there and he's thinking, right, I' want Daniel Levy, top. Daniel Lee, fuck off, Daniel Lee. He, you know, he would look and surely with everything that's here and he would have a project here.
3: It's not only that. I think, you know, it's like going in, it's like being in a toxic relationship that's worn you and battered and bruised you mentally, I'll say mentally, you know, for six months. It's, it's completely ruined his confidence as a manager. And you could see that on his face expression. Some of the pictures when they did him from like in the Brighton dugout to how he was looking in the Chelsea dugout he looked He looked lost didn't he and I think I can totally understand why he's probably gone I've literally it's not even been 24 hours I need some time to kind of reset myself and and, and get the passion back because he looked passionless I watched his interview after the, the Villa defeat and I know fans tend to claim the mystic Meg and all that, but you could see you could see in his body language and the way he was answering questions. It was almost like he was waiting for the text or phone call, or maybe he'd already had it and he was just waiting for them to announce it and couldn't say anything himself. You don't know, but he just looked lost. And if that is something, I am all for and I won't answer the question directly, I'll say what answers. I'm all for a stop get manager. <laughs> The question directly. Who knew, Brad? I know me. Look at me swerving it round like an F1 driver. Now I will say, if that option is that Potter says, yeah, in the summer, 100%, I'll get my head right, give me, let me have a break, but I'll, I'll take the job first of June or whenever it is we could officially appoint him. Go for it. Get a stopgap in. Um, But I do feel sorry for him in a way because, like Anne said, wrong job, wrong time, wrong manager. It's just. It was just one of them. He had to chance his arm. And if he'd have been a success, we'd all be gutted that we didn't snipe him off Brighton. But here we are.
2: If he'd got us sat in eighth place and into the quarterfinals of a European competition, I think we'd be sacking him somehow.
3: No, he'd I be think... getting a five-year deal, wouldn't he? Yeah.
2: Yeah. <laughs> um... I was hoping to get um, Simon to come in. He's uh, been a mate of mine for years. Uh, He's a vicar. He came in, and you know, he we, we asked him to have a word with his boss. He did. <laughs> Simon, thank you right what you said to your boss, mate. But um, we should give you a show on here. View, view from the pulpit <laughs> that would work well. I was going to let him actually mention this, but unfortunately, he has been on the phone all day. Uh, they don't just work Sundays, vicars, so he tells me. But uh and the point he made, and it is an excellent point, that he has been all over social media, and there's nobody that he can see that's really come out in defence of Rogers.
0: Yeah, it's one of those though, but as much as we haven't seen it yet, I'm not gonna overlook it. I look into it too much. It'll come it might come out in the next couple of days. But also I wouldn't be surprised if the club massively run ninety percent of the players' social medias anyway. It'll all be filtered of what the club wants to put out. I think the only person who's put anything out is Ricardo Pereira, and it was five words. Say that again. Sorry, I missed that. The only, the player, only player who's put something out is Ricardo Pereira, and it was five words. Yeah.
2: yeah. I mean, normally, though, you do see, you know, if it's a role. I mean, when Ranieri went, Brad, can you remember if was a lot of tweets about him or messages, Instagram?
3: I think there was folks... Um, Morgan, um, statement names really, and clubs have that. You? you look at Madison, he's our, he's our media darling. A lot of neutral fans just love Madison for the way he handles his press conferences. So, every club has about four odd players that, um, you know, that, um, probably media darlings to go put something out from a player's perspective. Sometimes it's not always sunshine and roses and good wishes, sometimes it is you know, a bit like, you know, we've seen, I think Troy Dean is one that's been very outspoken about some of the managers he's had that just hated him and he doesn't hold back. Um, but so yeah, what, there was a few, wasn't there? One of the rumours of them being...
2: Yeah, so he texted he said, a um, bit strange, uh, what did you, where did you put it? Um, it's a bit strange, isn't it? No comments from the club, captain or VARs. I've checked their Instagram and Twitter. Um, Yeah, you think like you say. You think the 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 names, if you like, would have sort of at least said good
3: luck, thank you for the cup. The prob the problem is though, you look at the toxicity of the fan base as it was, and I don't mean that we've got a toxic fan base. I mean the way it turned at Brendan Rodgers. And the, the sad the sad part is the control that we have, and we're so dependent on people's opinions on social media that people race to the keyboards to respond to things. I think maybe it's an inside thing where the club have gone, look, I know we want to say something. We'll put a statement out in a few days' time or whatever. Um, but stay off your social media, because you know what some people are like. They're just going to give you backlash. And Madison's had it when he supported people and that. And then we wonder why these players that the majority of us love want to leave our club or aren't too concerned about committing to the club because they get stupid assholes replying to them with childish remarks. Yeah. I think it could also be a thing that the club just are saying, "Look, lay off media. Don't say anything yet. Say your per- say your goodbyes and thanks privately to Rogers instead of on Twitter."
2: Yeah, I must admit, nice I
3: must in
2: in reply to that, I you know you can if you wanted to. um... Ban certain words from being used. So all these players that are claiming about abuse and everything on Twitter, why don't they just put certain words on their ban list and then they won't they won't appear to them? Um, and you can also just put it out so that certain people see it. So there is there are ways around that. But like you say, the club may well have said, um, uh, you know. <laughs> Keep your mouth shut, basically. Let the dust settle. Um, apparently, Radio 5 with Savage and Cole, they still think we got rid of Rodgers. Andreas, who was a... You know, he is a, a, a very big Rodgers fan uh, and says he's the second best manager we had. He was. And then the last 18 months have passed. You, so. you can't keep living... and we, I think as a club, we do tend to do this. You know, we cannot... Forever play it's a bit like West Ham and we people always take the piss out of West Ham and in that oh we've going to play the football the beautiful way I don't want a manager that's not going to play football the beautiful way would you sooner get relegated trying to play football the beautiful way or win the FA Cup hitting it long and winning one nil uh, we we have to you know when we wouldn't the way we won the league wouldn't necessarily win us games now because things move on and do you think we sort of hold on to the past too much.
0: I just think that there's there's a lot of goodwill towards Brendan Rodgers, and I understand it. But at the same time, I think the club lost the ruthlessness, Um, and I feel like we wouldn't be in this divide if the club had been as ruthless as it was uh, four or five years ago. And like I can see, Andrew saying there, he didn't get the backing. He still had a better team than a lot of people, a lot of clubs in this league and one point out of 24 in whatever way you try and spin it is unacceptable
2: and i will say he did have the back in um he was even allowed to go and pick his own players <laughs> Southampton defenders
0: um so yeah i i, I think he did but um, was, sorry, sorry. Um, so i was gonna say also saying that like we the last two years we've been knocked out of the FA cup by championship teams as well
2: Yes, yeah, the, you know. well, it's a favourite of ours, that, isn't it? Um, Brad, coming then to the main first point, which we've taken a long time to get to, but uh, that's the way these, these shows go. When we, we get people asking questions. Um, I thought we'd left it late, and then Chelsea went and made it later than us. West Ham, no, Moise is hanging on by his fingernails, and he got a, a 1-0 win in, in what I believe was a very, very um, boring game. Timing. I mean, we all know he should have gone. That that goes without saying. So we've all said that for ages. But is it too late? Should they have now then, at this point, stuck with him till the end of the season? Or have they gone? We need the change. Anybody coming in, even if it's Will Still or, or Brad or whoever, at least they're going to bring a breath of fresh air and maybe give the players a, a new boost. Or is, as I say, is it too,
3: is it too late? I don't think it's too late because, like I said to you, you compare us from other seasons when we've gone down, and you may have argued we left it too late, or you've maybe said we didn't hide the right experienced head to take over that role. I mean, I think we all know they'll the dreaded take to Peter Taylor. We didn't bother trying to get someone in because we knew it was a lost cause. Um, but I don't think it's too late, because you look at the quality we've got there, and I, I know it's going to sound bad to say this, but Mike Stowell has not only done this before with some of them players, there's still a few players there that he's managed when he's and, and throughout his career. I mean, managed, I mean, when he's had that couple of weeks in charge. But you know what I mean, he's been there.
2: Mike Stowell has got a 100% record on the last time well, that he managed
3: the club. Well, there you go. But the thing is, they have made these these coaches normally with the greatest respect to because their job isn't to do the tactical side of things or anything like that it's to train the goalkeeper mike styles that's his role at the club but what he'll do is he'll go right we've got three strikers we've got x amount of midfielders we've got a couple of wingers we'll go 4-4-2 we'll Mike bassett the shit out of this and We'll tell we'll tell them to go out there and free roam, play with a bit of structure. Obviously, they're not thickos. They're not they're not you know a, a disjointed side that don't have a brain cell between them. They're professionals, the Premier League footballers, and they have we have got quality in that squad. We're not we're not blowing smoke up their asses. We know we've got quality in that squad because there's there's quality that keeps getting trying and get poked from that squad. So you can't tell me that squad isn't more than good enough to keep us up. It is on paper. And I think whether we did it four weeks ago, which would have been a lot better, and we probably wouldn't be having such a nervy discussion about our survival chances doing it this right? way. Whether we didn't now on the back of the palace resort like we have, you just—I just don't see how this quad can't bounce back and just feel a bit of freedom and just play with a little bit less care. Not care—that's the wrong thing. But a little, you know, not so careful and a bit more aggression. They'll play the way that suits them, and 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 they'll line up a way that suits what he's got available to him. It might not be the tactical. I can't help it, mate. I don't know what's up with my phone. It's pissing me off for months. I do apologise.
2: I, uh, I think I think that was a yes basically to that answer. That oh no, sorry, a no to that answer. Uh, we have actually got uh, Brendan Rogers' press secretary in with us today. Uh, Andreas, all the blame can't be at Rogers. Well, he's the he's the guy who sat in the, the, with the manager sign on his door. He's the one where the, the book stops. It's, it's, Same
0: question. I, so, though, I always hear you can't always set the blame. You can't always go to Rogers. Yet people always want to give him all the credit for a fifth place in the FA Cup. It works both ways. He doesn't take all the credit for it, or he doesn't take all the responsibility. It's like you can't have it one way saying he did this, he did that, and then when it goes to goes tits up. Oh, it's the players. But it's it's but it works both ways.
2: You are quite so. But have we have we left it too late? Should we now stuck with him till the end of the season, or can somebody just come in and say take the leash off, go and do what you want? Because that performance that I saw in the first half uh, on 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 Saturday, I couldn't work out what the format. I think the formation was just go where you
0: bloody well want to. It's. The thing is, it could not it won't be any worse than what it was under Brendan Rodgers because one point out of twenty-four, thirty shots against goal against Palace, like it physically, like I know it took them to the 90th minute to concede, but that in a, that in itself is a miracle. I think that, it, like it literally won't be any, even if we draw what one game in the next three, are still better than anything Rodgers has done for most of the season.
2: No, it, it, it's it's a fair point. Okay, what we're going to do then? We're going to um, go through some scenarios here. I mean, we have basically been linked with every man and their dog. Um, uh, yeah, I, I get that. I get that, Brad. Um, I <sighs> I'm trying to get up the the graphic I did earlier, and, and I can't remember. Brad, we're going to go through three scenarios. The first scenario is. And I'm presuming that we don't stick with Stowell and uh, Sadler until the end of the, the season, that we do bring somebody new in. Um, so do we... Uh, the three scenarios, sorry, are if we bring somebody in until the end of the season to keep us up, so like a Red Adair sort of guy, you know, Analyse, Who who do you think that could be from the available managers? The second scenario will be if we get relegated then we're going to have a look at a certain set of manager. Who do you think that that could be? Uh, or if we stay up, then we can approach uh, more experienced managers, best, you know, best, bigger named managers possibly. Uh, again, who would that be? So let's start. up, let's start with scenario number one or A, as I've called it. There, <laughs> bloody hell, scenario A. Who would you want to come in until the end of the season, or who do you think could? Potentially
3: keep us up? It's a tough one. The obvious tongue in cheek answer would be to say um, Nigel Pearson for round three. Um, But realistically, I mean, Moy's getting a win for West Ham, put a spell into my works because I said he'd get sacked this weekend, he'd be available for three months or more. The problem is, there's not a lot out there without going to tide and tested. With the greatest respect to Roy Hodgson and and, and managers of that age and caliber, you're, you're struggling. You're really struggling to think of somebody who would now take that job. None of them, realistically. I'm looking at all them options you've got on the screen. I, I'm Frank. Frank, let's forget. Let's forget both Franks because one's wank and one's one's doing wonders at Brentford. And you I didn't know when I did team that, team. I'd, missed, I'd missed Potter off and I didn't know that he t- allegedly turned No, to how, how ironic, how ironic though, that, that, that's yeah. quite fortunate. But on that list, nobody there, maybe Pearson because he just brings the feel-good factors to the club, but that's just for that bounce. I don't I don't think you'd get any more or less of that from style myself personally. So, I don't know, actually, I think that's an option you just don't do anymore. I don't think, i have thinking about it, I don't think we need to stop that option. For this short period uh, Personally Because I can't think of anyone Who's worth bringing in for it
2: If we don't, if we don't do the stopgap People mm. like Potter Maybe don't want to come Because they think Well I don't want to go to a club That's in the championship
3: no, Potter. Potter's already If Potter is true in any way Of what it is No um, you, know,
2: you know What I'm saying I'm using it as an example You know the, Yeah You know if if we don't go for a stop gap we might go for and'm I'm, I'm, you know let's just go out there uh, um, say Louis-Louis Enrique and he may say yeah but I don't want to manage you if you're in the second division I, I'm not going to come for six months so I want a longer term contract and if it's a longer term contract, how do I know I'm not going to be managing a second tier club so this and this scenario. Um, which you're not going to get away from. Uh, it is if we go if we go down that that road.
3: I think you just have to then go for the Premier League maestro at this, and you've got to go Fat Sam. I know people won't like it. I'm I'm saying it begrudgingly, but you want experience for short-term fixes. Rip someone who can rip the bandaid off and and and, and, and you know and sort it out for three months it's going to be someone of a big Sam's calibre because anyone else is either reaching too far or is waiting to see what division we're in. So, there you are. You want to nail me to the cross again like it's back when I was born, fine, sod Sam and <laughs> I.
2: have nailed you to the to the math. Talking, let's nail the other guy to the math as well. And, I mean, um, I'd love Pearson to come back. As you saw from that picture there, only if he had, you know, Shakespeare with him, because I think, uh, like Taylor and Cloth, you know, the two of them went together and worked well together. But he's obviously not going to leave Bristol just... Away days are great, but when you can't play away, there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with muck delivery. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app.
1: That's why we're here to equip you with the right tools so you can reach out to those who can help. If your mates are struggling, let them know that the Samaritans are free to call on 116 123. That's 116 123. They are there to listen without judgment or pressure, 24/7, 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. For
2: uh, the, the the you know well the six games, seven games that's left. But when we got when we got um. Roger's in. He came in for the last 10 games. It you know, gives you a chance to you know, see the players, know what they can perform, what they can give you in games, in not meaningless friendlies against, no disrespect on the likes of Port Vale Vale, and Notts County and what have you. Um, but he, he
0: wouldn't come. But who, who would your choice be for this role? I'm going to sound like I'm just copying what Brad said, but I literally said it on my stream earlier. forget all the flashy names, get Big salmon to the end of the season, he's the only one that's really worth getting in that's actually going to make much of an impact, and it'll be the same thing that happened with Sean Dyche, where people turn their nose up at him to start with, and then a few months later go, he would have been all right, you know and I think if we go down it'll be something like that, but people will go, oh well why didn't we do this? Why didn't we do that? And I would just say um, I would just say like, to incentive, give him a big bonus if we stay up in the Premier League. Let him know he won't be here next year, no matter what he does. So, just, like, it's just about getting to the summer and being a Premier League club. No, I
2: agree. And like you say, if he knows that, you know, when he comes, if he knows it's for six, you know, six games, seven games, and if he knows that he'll get a big fat bonus, no pun intended, if he does keep us up, then, you know, that's the deal. Um... Sticking for the second one, I'll stick with you while while, while I've got you. um uh, uh And if we were to go down, then
0: is it could he be the man to bring us back up? He could, but I'd almost want to go for a Burnley style rebuild if we went if we went down. Get a young manager in, get a young squad in, and because I think if we go down, it is going to be like majority of this squad will go. Um, the echo should have gone now. I've switched to a different microphone, so apologies about that. But
2: yeah, I'll just be there now. Let me just note that, not just
0: me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yours it wasn't quite as bad as yours, but no, no it um, was just, The love that we've been linked to from Blackburn would be someone that mm. I'll be looking at if if we were to go down. But it's it's so difficult because if we go down, then people who are, are settled clubs in the championship are they going to then look at Leicester as the same light as they do as when we're a Premier League side? Is... Sorry. So if we get relegated, hmm. are these managers like the Blackburn managers of the world and the managers of the up-and-coming champion, like championship managers, if we get relegated and are a championship team next year, are they going to look at Leicester in the same light as being as attractive of a club to move to from Blackburn? Well, let's ask Brad. And
2: uh, and I guess it depends whether um, Blackburn come up or not. I mean, if they come up, then we're well, not going <laughs> to. Why would he take a step down and uh, and come to to Leicester? But as a Championship club, when you look at the potential, that it's like Burnley. You know, would Company have gone to Stoke or whatever? You know, he's looking at a club that had been in the Premier League, had Premier League ambitions, and recent history. So you know, I mean, and look, look at you know, look at the infrastructure that you've got at
3: Leicester. Yeah, true. And I think you find that we'd probably be looked at as one of the um, as one of the um, richest clubs in the Championship. I know we would take a financial hit with relegation, but we'd still probably be fairly higher ahead. If if not, we'd definitely top three. So the perspective would still be there. The recent history would be a hold you'd probably find you'd get a, a longer chance to go with it because of what it is. I have just got some breaking news, a little bit disappointing news um, for us all. Uh, Tottenham did a spurs. I went down to 10 men and Everton got a draw. It's finished one all. I've just seen the full time on my Sky Sports news. to The press even more. But I, but in terms of who would I have if we got relegated, uh, Dean Smith, I think... I don't know if he was a flash at a pan at Sheffield United, and maybe that's that that's a name that's lost a lot of you know credibility since they dropped down to the championship. I, I don't know. But again, we we talked about, you know, your survival expert. You want a promotion championship expert. Would Leicester then look at somebody who's got a very good record of taking a club up um, and having a decent shout at keeping them in the Premier League or again are you because some clubs have done it haven't they? They, they they do it a lot with the players but sometimes the odd club will get a, a Watford a team promoted but then suddenly sack the manager regardless because they don't see them as the manager to take them up to that next level and keep them there so yeah I'm not it's a difficult one you look to at the project, project.
2: and you look at that project like you would look at the business you would be hmm. saying, right, well, this is the man to take us on that level. And then from that level upwards, we will would, we would need somebody else. Um, and it's the same with football. You know, the manager that can get you promoted, Neil Warnock, isn't always the man. I mean, Neil Warnock's promoted more teams than I've had hot dinners, but he's, he's not very rarely keeps them up. Um, OK, let me throw this out to you then. If we go down, and therefore we're in the Championship... If we, you know, if we go, to, and I don't, I don't want him on his own, as you saw in the picture there. I did put him with his old cohort, but uh, Nigel and and Craig Shakespeare, I mean, together as a team, you know, he knows how to get a club out of the Premier League. He struggled on his own, but then look at Brian Clough at Leeds, and then look what happened when he went to, to Forest with uh, and got his uh, Peter Taylor back. Would that not be? And he's been he's been back. Once they say never go back and we'd be going back twice, would that be an option you would look at? Ant,
0: no, I think we've got to leave Nigel Pearson like, as much as we all love him. You can't just keep every time it starts going tits up, go and get Pearson back. It's like also feel like we've almost moved beyond what Nigel Pearson is, and like even if we go down, I don't think going back's the right thing for him. I think as well, like he's settled at Bristol. If we're a championship team, I say we go for the Burnley approach and completely, completely reset, get out as much of the players that don't want to be here, get in a young manager, get in a manager that want, that as much as we love Nigel Pearson, but a manager that sort of in that ilk of an up-and-coming young manager, I think I'll, I'll, more, I'll be more of that, that mindset than of Nigel Pearson. Okay, Brad?
2: And as you know, I'm playing devil's advocate here, uh, as I always do. When um, we went down to League One, um, we took in Nigel Pearson, who'd just been sacked by Southampton. <laughs> it's just also it's also linked in, isn't it? But, you know, he kept them up, then they sacked him, he came to us. And as far as I remember, he got rid of a load of players, got in a load of lone players because he knew if we went back up, he didn't want League One players to, to play with us in the Championship. Uh, so he's done it. He's done exactly that before for us. Could he not do it again?
3: There's no saying he couldn't do it again. Like you said, he has that repertoire that with his right-hand man by his side, he can do a decent job. And, you know, um, it's not to say that it wouldn't work a third time, I, but I am with Ant. I mean, there's only many times you can have the same safety net before the safety net breaks. I mean, I know we mentioned him for survival, um, t- t- reasons, but Allardyce had an immaculate record, didn't he? Of keeping clubs up, keeping clubs up. And then, was it Sunderland that he, he even he looked like, or was it West Brom? One of them two. Was West where Brom. Like yeah, yeah, where he gave up on his own record and went, well, that's that knackered. Thanks, West Brom. It's almost like he was blaming West Brom for the fact that he knackered their own record, but, you know, you don't want to burn out that option Um, as good as our memory is with him. I just think there has to be a fresh We need to find a new Nigel person, maybe one that's not going to call people ostriches or stuff like that, but a new (laughs) Nigel. At least
2: he had bloody passion. Um, JB said it's like going back to an ex because she's good, Uh, or a good, dot, dot, dot. Uh, Not wrong with that, JB. I don't don't think you get many men that wouldn't say if they had the chance, they wouldn't. Uh, Terry's saying um, Wayne Rooney, isn't he in America still doing Miami? Dolphins, whatever they're called. Uh, I mean, Bristol sit at the moment of 14th. Um, uh, with 49, they've played 13. Um, play, hang on. Yeah, played 39, bloody hell. Um, won 12, lost 14, drawn 13. So it's a bit of a sort of a middle of the road sort of thing. Um, I just wouldn't be against it. I, I really, really wouldn't. Not my first choice, I've got to be honest with you. If they don't go up, I would really
0: like the guy um from uh from Blackburn Rovers. Saying about um sorry, just saying about Nigel Pearson, do you reckon the club would have him back in a way that he away that obviously everything happened and he left.
3: Right, he mess. He messaged. He managed the sister club, and the owners own that when they hired yeah, him, so there true. can't be that much ill malice between them, can there? Very but true. Them, very anyway. true.
2: And he was back for the, you know, the the Vichai tribute uh, uh, and what have you. So sometimes you swallow your pride, don't you? Mm-hmm. You know, and you know, uh, we you know we see these owners that can quickly. Sack managers, they can, you know, they will do what what they think is best, um, whether that is or
0: not. But you know,
2: Dean Smith, what do you think of Dean Smith?
0: And uh, don't think he's a very good manager, if I'm honest. I think he got a villa side up through the playoffs, but should have been, that he did a very good job in the championship to get that side up through the playoffs. But they did have Grealish, one of the best like most talented yeah. championships had. And I think ultimately he got found out in the Premier League. I think solid championship manager, nothing special. And I think he's proving that at Norwich. Mm. Again, you know, it's
2: I look at Celtic, Brad, because the Celtic manager has been linked with us, and I, I do not want to go there because success at Celtic is like having success at... Uh, you know the the Lord Taverners in pub from up the road, um, but they've got they've given their manager a one year rolling contract.
3: Now, does that's,
2: that not make yeah.
3: sense? Uh, that's just strange in its own right. I uh, I mean, but it
2: gives both play, both manager and club. You know, if, if somebody gets us up and then is you know look to take us down, we're not going to have to pay millions to get rid of him.
3: No, that's true. But I mean, it's just Celtic. There's no job, you know, your job's never insecure there until you start failing to Rangers. You're never going to get relegated, you know, unless they're stupid enough to do what Rangers did and get done for scandals and fixing or whatever it was. I can't remember the reason why they got demoted. Um, I don't know. Financial. 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 Yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm I'm thinking of that Italian scandal where it was match fixing. Sorry for confusion. Uh, but, you know, what I mean, like unless, unless like that, I happens, some Celtic are a safe bet to go to. So I don't know why he's not on a big contract. Surely the way we poached Rodgers off them, uh, they would have wanted a manager who's earned his reputation, despite what people think of the Scottish League. Surely they themselves would want. No, hold on a minute. You either commit or we'll replace you. And, you know, because a rolling contract. I had better offers when I worked at the club, and I zero R. It don't make sense to me. Is it? What, what about you, Alan?
2: What about you? Enrolling contracts would it not make sense for us because we may need, uh, as Brad said, earlier we may need one type of manager to cake us up, and then another type of manager
0: to take us on the next level. It does, but what? There's no manager that I think like Unless they're ridiculously desperate, I don't think any manager's going to sign a one year contract. Cause, but signing these long term contracts, even if the manager's not of a club, it's financially secures them.
3: Yeah, yeah.
2: Uh,
0: I'm, and I'm, it
3: I'm... the faith as well, doesn't it? I think it shows a bit of faith in them. Because if you're trying to, are you telling me, for example, I'm going to throw a same at? Are you telling me someone like Klopp or Pet would? take the Leicester job. Let's say they were really eager for some deluded reason to take the Leicester job, and then suddenly they find out... Whatever else you're
2: going to say, the answer's no.
3: Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) They're not going to take it. But they wouldn't take it, regardless. uh, I just think it's strange a rolling contract, because you're literally telling that bloke, we don't trust you to go beyond taking us up. I think we're looking at if we go down, I don't think,
2: you know, I think we can forget a big name. I think we're going to go possibly left field, um, yeah. and possibly somebody that can take us on that journey a bit, a bit like a Martin O'Neill. But I think it would depend on who goes up and who doesn't go up. And Ant, I'm going to go through throw one name at you, and then I'll throw one name at Brad. Um, and like I say, if they go up, then yeah, we're, we're, they're out of the equation because they're not going to come back back down and I, I don't blame them um, the first one I've forgotten his name now Chris Wilder
0: Chris Wilder I liked Chris Wilder when he was at Chef United but I feel like it's, it was a bit of a flash in the pan but just the perfect yeah, system awesome. at the perfect time but no I, I would say no to Chris Wilder he's back there now isn't he I thought it was back at
2: Chef Oh, possibly, possibly then. Um, all right, the one for you, then, um, Brad. Uh, one for the that you know, could move us forward and maybe stay long term. Uh, Michael Carrick.
3: No, leave him at Middlesbrough. Don't do a Lampard. Lampard did it for Leeds, he got them in the playoffs and kept bottling it. And he did it with Derby, and he kept bottling it. Leave Carrick where he is, leave him to settle and, and give this is what I mean. Give these players a club, and I think championship's still too high for them, but let them have four or five solid seasons managing the championship club before they prove the way. You know, you you, you know, you wouldn't you wouldn't choose your your horse before he's finished the race as your favourite. You know, you 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 can't you, as much as I'd say that the could be a success and it might be great. Just let the god you've got to let them earn the trade, you know. You're not betting on the ground before it's born, so right What right, you know? Let it see what he can do. He, he's got it. He's got to learn to walk in the game of football management before.
0: Right,
2: sorry, just call you. Right, has said is at Watford, so he could be available. uh Yeah,
3: next a, week. <laughs> oh, uh, I, your name Mike is laughing at, Mike is laughing at Wilder, and
2: Mike is laughing at Carrick. And I don't know why. I mean, unless, Mike, you are thinking that we are we are still up there, like you know, a, a Barcelona or a Real Madrid or a Manchester City. Those days are gone. We are one. We are nineteenth in the in the Premier League. We could be in the second tier next season. So forget the fact that Leicester are a big club. We're fucking not anymore. We are possibly a championship club. So you, you know, you're laughing at these players, and that's fair enough. That's, that's your, and I respect your, you know, your opinion. But I just think it's be realistic. You know, I minimum mean, Mike, you're going to come up and say we should get Ancelotti. You know, because people used to always shout for them. work well at Everton, didn't it? Um, that
3: was a stopgap for him, wasn't it? More than yeah, a, it was,
2: uh, and and thank God we didn't take him. Really, yeah. you know. that's just
3: remi- that's just reminding me that Billich would be possibly available, wouldn't he? Well,
2: Billich now would would we object to Billich,
3: guys? Well, honestly, thinking about it, being it since it's just clicked on my mind. in my main, in my mind, I'm making up words every week on this show. I would take him as a stopgap as well as a championship manager. Either or, I think he'd be able to bring us back up if that was the worst case scenario. And I think he'd keep us up. If that's the way we're going to go, I didn't think about him. I can't believe his mind's not been mentioned, actually.
0: Um, and I don't know. I wouldn't want him as in the championship. But as a stopgap, I reckon he keeps us up. As I say, for me, the championship, I'll keep saying it. I'm going to sound like a broken record. Go championship, we need to completely reset, and I don't think Slav and Bilic will do that. No. Um JB said Bilic yes, if we
2: win, uh, uh if we win well, if we in the championship. Um, one name just to throw at you uh that hasn't been mentioned yet. Um Tony Pollis.
0: Is he still still kicking a ball? Yeah.
3: <laughs> what Ant said, so. no. I'd sorry, no. No, because, unfortunately, we don't... No, no, don't just,
2: just no, just yeah. yeah, no,
3: no, just no. We don't have lampposts in our team. And the only lamppost we do have is in the under-23. So, we don't have enough lampposts for him to kick the ball at. Yeah.
2: Um And, again, Mike, I mean, let's be sensible here, Mike. Uh We are looking at, as you can see the, the thing just above me there, we are looking at who we would get in if we got relegated. And you think that um, company's going to come to Leicester, having just got Burnley promoted? I mean, that really is a, a, a I don't know. Uh, whatever, whatever you're smoking, mate. Send me some because I need some. Uh, I, I think that he even happened.
3: put Barnsley manager. You know. I think he well, meant Burnley, but he put Barnsley's manager. I don't know who their manager is. that's playing like Brazil. Oh, is it Barnsley? One. one.
2: Who is the Barnsley But they're also player. League
3: One. If he is meaning Barnsley, they're League One. So, of course he's got them playing like Brazil.
2: No, Barnsley, Mike, I do apologise. Yeah, Barnsley. Um, I, I should have gone to Specsavers. I've no idea who he is and how they are playing. Uh, Does that
3: mean we're going to get Mark Roberts back in then, the Coventry manager? We're we'll getting Bro- him in. Bobby. Robbins, that's it. You're
2: as me. Was bad as me. You're as bad as me. Okay, J.B. Ant has, has made a point here. Um, why is nobody mentioning Adi Hooter? Or, oh, let say, look, look at that, Rob. Uh, you've got, um, got Adolf's brother, haven't you? <laughs> He's a good manager.
3: Who is he? Now, I, I don't I mean don't that disrespectfully.
2: Apparently, he? he was at Borussia Mönchengladbach. Munch um, and He uh, had a spell with Young Boys. Again, that probably sounds, sounds totally wrong. Uh, Red Bull Salzburg. Um, so his, his first big one was probably 14 to 15. He's moved on an awful lot. Uh, Red Bull Salzburg 14 to 15, Young Boys 15 to 18. <laughs> please, please, think of what I'm saying here. I'm trapped Frankfurt okay. 18 to 21, and Munch and back 21 to 22. It does. I don't,
3: don't know him, about him if scr- I wanted to
0: give a fair yeah, opinion.
3: It doesn't scream a great record, to be perfectly honest with you. I mean he went he went from young boys to a sauce a German sausage. That's all I'm saying. I know that's not the same thing, but just play along with the wordplay like Chris was
1: yes.
2: there.
3: Yeah, I um, mean, he,
2: he was in charge for 133 games. Well, he did 54 at Salzburg with a 65% win really? ratio. Young Boys, uh, 133 games, 59% win ratio. Frankfurt, 141 games with a 48% win ratio. Gladbach, um, 37 games. um why did he leave Gladbach?
3: Because um, he couldn't say the name properly. He was re-
2: ah, he's was he been replaced by Daniel
3: Farkey. Oh, no. We don't want him, then. If he's that bad, that he's had to replace him. I don't want him. No, thank you. <laughs>
2: um, oh, oh, he left Borussia Mönchengladbach
3: uh, by mutual consent. Oh, Hans Frozen. Hans, oh, Hans, Hans, Hans left. Yeah, Farkey. You said Daniel Farkey scarred him out the... Uh, <laughs>
2: Well, okay, let's move on to the final scenario now. Uh and I'm sure I'll we'll be back if you can do. Um
3: How's my echo, by the way? I did change a setting uh on my phone. I, haven't, I haven't
2: heard any echo all night to be honest yeah. with you. So it was only what people were saying in in the chat. I to me you you've been fine all night, which is a first. Oh, <laughs> yeah. no, no, you've been you've been absolutely okay to me. I'm sure people will let us know. Um NBT three. I can't believe that management don't have a a, a damn plan. Uh, who's coaching tomorrow? Uh, it is um, Stowell and Sadler who have obviously done it, you know, a few times before. I think they have got a plan. We said the other day, yeah. didn't we? Oh, he's back. We thought we'd got rid of him. He's mm. back. Bloody hell! Just only we we're enjoying ourselves. Uh, <laughs> welcome back, Ant. We missed you, mate. We missed you.
3: Yeah. Awkwardly totally awesome
0: outside. We have- The awkward third wheel's back. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, on on the Derek Trotter van,
2: (laughs) the three wheels. Um, Mm. Terry said it's all good now, Brad. Um, Look, we're just saying then, Ant, um, and I'll come to Brad first with this and then we'll look at uh, our last scenario. But surely the club, even when your manager is in place and doing okay, you've got to have a contingency plan, haven't you? I mean, you know, I would know as when I was sales manager of a team that if I got rid of, say, my number two, I wouldn't do that and then think, oh, God, who am I going to replace them with? And if I went to my boss and said, look, I want him gone, he would say, well, yeah, okay, who are we going to replace him with? So I think they've probably got somebody, you know, they have got names on the list, haven't they?
3: They would have. They always have a short list. I, I think I said this in the post-match. I think Sean Dice was probably on Ben Foster's podcast when he brought it up. He goes, you get told. You get told. Maybe a day or... Even, even during that international break, I know answers why they didn't get rid of them then. There might have literally been told to Brendan, you know, if you don't get a result against Palace, that will be the last straw. And if somebody talked, you know, one talks to the local postman who knows bloody, you know, Daish's agent will go, oh, you know, Leicester might be looking for a manager. Keep your ear out. And it's all whispers and everything. But, yeah, the club the club have got a shortlist. Whether they say it or not, whether it's immediate or in the summer, they've got a shortlist to go for. They, they have it off. when they hire them.
0: Yeah, they will have, won't they, Ant? They will. And, like, I think the thing is there's a panic because it's – the unknown at the moment for us, but you look when Puel went, the, there was the instant contingency plan of Rogers, and I think as frustrating as the club's been run in the last year or so, they would be very naive with the way that um, the way that Brendan Rogers and not just Brendan Rogers, but things have been on the pitch for the last year. If they did, weren't looking around to see what other options were that would well and truly be burying your head in the sand and ignoring everything that's going on because there's been plenty of times this season where you think he could go and he can't be far away from the sack. So now that he has gone, I would be amazed if they haven't got a short list of three or four uh, managers that are sort of... I think they've right, come George out is in the press cute, then yeah. that they haven't got a,
2: a shortlist. I think that's keeping the cards close to the chest, as the, these owners already have done. Um, you know what? It, it, it's <laughs> Who would have seen Sven? You know what I mean? Who who saw Nigel Pearson coming back uh, that second? We, we don't know. We don't know. But look, we're going to go on to the last scenario now. Everybody saying thank God for that. Uh, they all need the toilet. Yeah. Um, Scenario C: If we manage somehow manage to stay up, first of all, let's and brief answers, please. Could we stay up, Brad?
3: Or will we? Yeah, do we, do might. You think we will. I think we will. Uh, and people might say I'm getting carried away, but I think we'll do it without a shadow of a doubt. The squad's good enough. The the boost, the freedom they'll get from from style to play a more free role and a free style of football. I just don't see how this club doesn't stay up now that they've got the shackles taken off them. to what do you
0: think? Yeah, I think we stay up. I think exactly what Brad said. And I think there'll be a lot of players who've got a point to prove to almost put two fingers up to Brendan. And I know that sounds like a really bad thing to say, but the way that a lot of these players have been thrown under the bus they one mm. to prove the point it was Brendan, not them. Yes. Whether yes. that's a truth or not, but that's how a lot of these players will feel.
2: Yeah. Okay, yeah. just to... Because um, we, we, people were saying earlier about Potter's turned us down and he's not coming, blah, blah, blah. And we don't know if there's any truth in that. But just to sort of, again, being an official devil's advocate, as much as TalkSport were saying, he's not coming, they've turned us down, Sky have reported... Uh, a, a, an hour ago that Leicester have not made any approaches. I mean as far as I know Top is still in the air somewhere over Europe. I don't know whether he's even landed yet. So um like I say it's it's who you you pays your money, you take your choice. Um Sky also said an hour ago Lester interested in talking to Ga- Gay quick get Platt yeah, we play. Play. I would have taken her over Rogers, mate I'll tell you <laughs> and Now you see why I can't tell the difference Between Burnley and Barnsley You know what I mean? <laughs> 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 uh, So again, I, I apologise for that Mike. Um, It says here An hour ago this was on Sky um, Leicester are interested in Normandy Graham Potter Over their vacant managerial job But accept they may have to wait Until the summer and make a temporary appointment to see them through. That is in, That was by the Times. Um, Benitis and... Oh, God, I can't... Oh, we don't got this guy. They got, uh, Ange from Celtic is the other one that they're here, we, are, we are listening to. But the third process is you both think we're going to stay up. Um, so next season we've had a temporary manager in charge. Who do we go and get? Brad?
3: If, if we bypass... If we bypass the looking glass of talk sport or insinuating potter will be a summer approval, I'm sticking by what I've said. I want Pochettino, and if we can't get Pochettino, people will laugh at that answer. Chelsea have apparently turned down Nile Guzman because of his age. And you say you want a young and coming manager who's got lots of ability about him. If we are out of reach of, Pochettino because he's too lardy for us with where he's been since Tottenham, then Nagelsmann has a point to prove in the Premiership. If he wants to come to England and make his trade in England, if we can't get Potch, I want I want Nagelsmann to be our manager because he'll be thinking, too young, I want to prove that I'm not too young to do the job in the Premier League. And Leicester might go, go on
0: then, kid, have a go. Why not? Oh. Thing is, I can't see it. I'd love Norglesman at Leicester. It's just not going to happen. You don't go from Bayern Munich to Leicester. Like I, I reckon. I think he'll end up either. I still think he'll end up at Chelsea. But if not, I think he's got Spurs written all over him. Oh but, no!
3: Don't ruin his career, don't Like that. Don't mention the Spurs. But it's like. <laughs>
0: No, I, I'm going to stick with Graham Potter. I really think in the summer we get Graham Potter, despite what's been reported yeah. today. I just think it's he needed a uh, needed a break. But if we don't get Graham Potter, I hope we almost money ball a manager. You know how the likes of Deserby have been. How Brighton found uh, Graham Potter, someone like that, someone that you can build a project, and someone that w- uh, sort of isn't particularly the biggest name in the world, but ticks all the boxes.
2: Is uh he is being linked with? I mean, we've got to accept that okay, there's three Premier League clubs at the moment that are looking well, there's more than three, but three that are that we're talking about that are looking for a permanent manager Chelsea, Tottenham, Leicester.
0: We're at the bottom of that pile, aren't we? We We're the smallest finish,
3: yes. Well. Yes, on paper, but I would say you look at the toxicity around Tottenham, you look at the ownership, you look at the you look at the map you look at their record, two top managers in recent history, Jose Mourinho, one things before, one thing's after, couldn't do anything at Tottenham. Not- Antonio Conte, who had Tottenham over a barrel because they rejected him the first time round and then and came crawling back to him, please come and save us, couldn't win it anything. With Tottenham, they have a toxicity. I think, like you said, about the whole hmm, Daniel Levy as my chairman or couldn't wish I top as my chairman. I'm not entirely convinced. I think we actually sit second place in that as more of a prospect at this immediate time. Okay. I, I know on the club structure they're better, bigger, but
0: I don't know. That I would argue in be- second. They're definitely bigger than the biggest. Like, <laughs> Brendan Rodgers is available. Let's hope it stays oh, that him way. Him. Um, but, <laughs> it
2: is a prize for comment of the night. Boris, you've just
0: smashed yeah, it. You just it.
3: Yeah, you just won that. But yeah, we get him in. Get him in. He's won the FA Cup recently.
0: Same about <laughs> Tottenham, though. Like, You used Conte and Mourinho as a point there to the fact that they didn't win anything, but they've still got that pool to get those caliber of managers. Yeah, We don't. Yeah.
3: Yeah, I get that. I get. That. I'm just. I'm trying to like just look at it maybe from a new perspective, an era of managers thinking. Hold on a minute. He I mean, comes I. Around at a toss of players. I, it's so I right.
2: would love Poch. I'm not going to lie. I would love him, but I just don't think that he would because, like you say, of who else is out there? And let's be honest with you, he has had offers from bigger clubs than Leicester that he has turned down up mm. to this point, and because it is again, he got a huge payoff uh, when he left. PSG, um, and let's uh, let's <laughs> it's like Potter, if He's got twenty million in his back pocket. He never, they never need they never need to work again, do they? You know, oh, somebody else who's uh, who's in the same position as us and uh, has got a boat without a captain. It's Nippon. Welcome, Nippon. How are you? Um, say say hello, uh, say hello say to Wesley for Farner for us. Or well,
0: don't. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Sorry Ant, do carry on I was going to say with, um, I think we're in a weird way Slightly more attractive Because of the amount of time That we've given to Brendan Rogers. Managers know mm. that they're not going to get Sacked at the first opportunity Like Brendan Rogers has been given More than enough time And like I will say 18 months too much time To turn it around So do you think that will be Almost something that's looked at By managers that are Sort of looking at clubs think- Saying that Yeah, they they will give me a chance to turn stuff around.
3: Mm. I I think the overall personality of the manager could be that if Pochettino still has that ambition that he showed at Southampton and what he had when he initially was at Spurs—that he was driven, passionate—he wanted to take Southampton as far as he could. He wanted to drive and successfully did, you know, drive Spurs on, you know, from that Rafael van der Vaart and Bale days. He wanted to drive them further to become a force in Europe. Become a force in the top four. If he's still got that driver ambition, or even if he's found that spark back after uh, a bit of a slump at PSG, to put it nicely, maybe that's what Leicester needs to find. So you've got to find what matches the club. We talked about Potter being the wrong fit for Chelsea at the wrong time, and you know maybe in a different time or later on it would have been a bit a better fit. That might be something that gets you an eyebrows-in-raising manager. We don't necessarily have to be a Mourinho. It doesn't necessarily have to be a Conte that we appoint to do that. You could literally go at Pochettino and go, why would he take the Leicester job? But if he's going, I've got a redemption to build here. I did it at Southampton. I did it at Spurs. Leicester are in that same situation. I'm the man for that job. If they come offering me and I can get my, my, my foot through the door... Um, and they offer me a commitment and back me, and don't spurs me over, I'm up for the challenge. And I think if you back that with what they, they bring to the table, we can still hire a decent manager. Like you said, talk about Callow as a manager, sven Gore Eriksson, technically on statistics, second best England manager until Southgate with his statistics and final and whatnot, but he was. You know, he came with a bit of reputation. Um, so there's, there's no... You can never completely rule out managers like Pochettino and that for me because they could still be up for it. Um, no, I don't want Jesse Marsh.
2: <laughs> Mike says here, and I think if we stay up, then it is a possibility. I think the only thing that, that's... going that, nice I mean, you compare in Leicester to Brentford, then, you know, I think Leicester probably have the better long-term uh, uh, mm. prospects. Uh, I think if it gets Brentford into Europe want to stay at brentford and have a go in europe and give it a go oh, yeah. um look let, let's just quickly go through um and then I'll, I'll i'll come to one final question for you both but just to say just looking at this here a selection of all of, of the odds and we don't recommend gambling folks and if you do remember like leicester getting rid of brendan lodgers when the fun stops stop uh but <laughs> Gentlemen, whose odds are shortening at Bet Victor, Coral, Ladbrooks, and Paramatch, who obviously were one of our sponsors, is Rafa Benitez. Um, drifting, everybody's drifting with Graham Potter. Um, it's not even worth looking at that one. Uh, shortening odds with, um, who's that one? Paddy Power. Um, Bet Fair is Stephen Gerrard. Uh, and Michael Carrick with Bet Victor is um, shortening Patrick Vieira, a name that we haven't named, is also shortening with Bet Victor, so that's how the betting is going like I say, when the fun stops stop, and the last minute, last question to both of you, we'll come to you first Ant with this one, uh, you gone for Potter, sum it up, why we should get him
0: uh, I think he's a perfect manager for a rebuild and I think that's exactly what we need, he's Someone who improves players, which is something that we've lacked in a manager for quite a while, and he's also someone who's had quite a lot of success on a on not a huge budget. So I think ticks all the boxes for Leicester.
2: Brilliant! And thank you so much for coming on. Um, your details are going across the bottom there. You've also shared the video as well. So if you've been watching us on Ant's Leicester Fan Channel why were you on there and not on it no seriously <laughs> you hope you've enjoyed it as well sub to both channels that that's all i can say uh and all the best mate thanks for coming on and i yes. will let you go and uh, do whatever you're going to do on your two weeks holiday cheers
0: <laughs> cheers for having me on
2: mate thanks for coming on all the best mate take care Let's See you
3: later, mate.
2: cheers Thanks to Ant, and let me do that. Yeah, no don't to see that ugly mug of mine that close No, no, I can, I can make everybody this, this, this will get the numbers down.
3: No, oh, <laughs> God, no the views, the views. <laughs> think of the views, Chris. Somebody please think of the views. Hang on, drop <laughs> it. One, two, three,
2: four. Um, same question to you. You want Potch? Get one very quick answer as to
3: why. Just look at his track record. I mean, Southampton or Liverpool's B side are known there. He trusted in the youth. He brought through talent. You look at what that. You look at what that Southampton team that he had gone on to do in their career. You could argue a toss at how it's ended up for them, but the majority of them have been at big clubs. Uh, they've had good careers, years of success in the Premier League wherever they've been. And then you look at what he did at Spurs. That transition of spending sprees, you know, he took him to a Champions League final. And yes, I know it was the worst Champions League final in, in the history of Champions League finals. So watch, it was Doyle's dishwater and very one-sided. But he still took a team that gave him broken promise after broken promise from a chairman. He's burnt, He burnt out at PSG. He's had the R&R. He's ready for a job. You can tell he's ready for a job soon this is the perfect opportunity for him. He's got all the foundations and the expertise to go for it. Get Potch in the door in the summer.
2: Brilliant. And on that note, Brad, top 10 battles going across the bottom. Be sure to get get over there and support him. He's coming back and he's coming back bigger and better. Um, So he he tells us. No, he is. He's coming back bigger and better with some great ideas. Thanks very much, Brad. All the best, mate. And um, we'll speak soon. Good to luck tomorrow. Soon, We're not going to be doing a post-match this week, by the way, because it's a late one, but let's fingers go. Yeah, okay. Off. All right, mate. Take
3: yeah. care. Cheers. Bye. Bye.
2: Thanks to Brad there. Do check out both Brad and Ant's channels. The links are in the description on YouTube. And if you are late in, um, Ant's saying goodbye to everybody. Goodbye, Ant. Um, thank you for coming on, mate. They so do check them both out. Um, if you're late coming on, add your comments below. Um, will it be a quick replacement like Rogers, or will we be getting someone in? Oh, I mean, this is going to be—it's going to be typical Leicester. Whatever it is, we are going to be not doing it the easy way. You know, this is Leicester. What do we ever do? We ever do anything the easy way? Absolutely not. Coming up next on Leicester Till I Die TV. Yeah, please go and subscribe to the channel, smash those likes. I will see you tomorrow at quarter past seven for the watch along Leicester tilt versus Aston Villa. We're at home, but if you're not going to the match where you don't live uh, in Leicester and, and got a ticket, tune in. We'll be taking you through that, and I am dreading it really really am well, thank you so much to everybody that's been in the chat much 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 too many people to mention but I do appreciate everybody that joined and joined obviously by Ant's channel as well Um thanks to Ant thanks to Brad thank you to all of those who have lent me their ears via the podcast it is the Less Till I Die podcast Uh Lester Till I Die on every major podcast platform you can find us on your smart speakers by asking to um Listen to the podcast Lester Till I Die. Um, we will see you tomorrow night, fingers crossed. Um, this has been Lester Till I Die TV. I've been Chris. This is Arnie. Good night.
1: Thanks for watching. These videos are tremendous. You'd better like them too, or I'll be back.
0: This podcast is proud to be part of the
1: TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. That's all, folks.
2: Thanks for watching Lester Till I Die. This is Chris saying goodbye and see you next time.